0: I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to The Bear of Texas Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of The Bear of Texas Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to welcome to the show for the first time, Mr. Jonathan Mathis. Jonathan, thank you so much for joining me, and I know that you're here to help me make me feel a little bit better based on what happened tonight.
1: Yeah, what's up, Alex? What, how you doing tonight? I, I know uh, life could pop, probably be a lot better for you had your Cowboys uh, pulled out that victory. But you know what? This is something that we've seen from the Cowboys all year. You know, um, inconsistency, undisciplined football, and it showed again today. It's just too bad that they couldn't, you know, find themselves early. They couldn't, you know, find a rhythm. And they, their, the offense just looked out of sync. And then the defense didn't really show up to play. Um, I was a bit concerned about that coming into the game. That was my biggest fear for the Dallas Cowboys. Would they be able to stop Devo Samuel and that explosive run game that Kyle Shanahan likes to, you know, use uh, quite too often? It, it works for his offense. You know, that's the kind of coach that he is, right? That's his philosophy. Run the football, pound and run. And that's what the 49ers did. I I don't want to put all the blame on Dak Prescott, though. I think that's totally unfair to do that. I think his coaches didn't put him in the best position to succeed. What do
0: you think? I think part of the blame goes on Dak, but not all of it. It goes from the play calling, which has been atrocious to the horrible coaching, to the horrible offensive line, to Dak Prescott's inconsistency, you know, to everything. But of, co- of course, all these Cowboy fans want to blame the refs. Look, there was at least several calls that the refs made that the refs did not call. There were several stupid calls. But, you know, at the end of the day, the, the problem is the Cowboys should have been dominating right from the beginning. You know, the offense is inconsistent. And, and Dak Prescott, make no mistake, he was horrible today. I mean, he had a couple of good plays. But he overall he was horrible because of his bad decision making, his bad habit of under throwing or overthrowing, and you know, but at the same time his offensive line was not doing were not doing their job. The running game was dead, and the play calling was horrible. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I've lost my religion with Mike McCarthy and I said, you know, by tomorrow morning I want McCar- McCarthy and Kellen Moore, I want to wake up to the news that they are fired. Because they need to be fired. Especially yeah. Kellen Moore
1: yeah kellen moore uh dialed up some offensive plays that were very puzzling um and you know it goes back to like you just said play calling the play calling was absolutely terrible um dak at times was was running for his life when he was under duress he was you know um making the throws but he was releasing them too quick Um, because the defense was coming at him. So that forced him into throws he didn't want to make, most of them ending up being incomplete passes because some of his his passes were either underthrown or overthrown, right? And then, you know, like you said, he just made poor decisions on the afternoon, particularly on that final drive. Now, that final drive looked impressive, okay? Kellen Moore, I will give him that. They drew up some good plays late in that game. Don't, yeah. don't get me wrong, they did, but why, when you have no timeouts, and this was baffling to me, why, when you have no timeouts left and not much time on the clock, would you decide to go up the middle? I mean, I still ask myself, what, that? Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, yeah you, you have to be smarter in those situations. In that situation, you have to throw it down the field and hopefully one of your receivers is open. When you have two explosive receivers like CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, you have to take a gamble and you have to throw the ball down the field and trust that one of your receivers will make a play. But it didn't happen and the Cowboys ended up losing the game. Just, Just a terrible way to lose a football game when you have a chance to come back in the end and win the game. I I just was confused. I was lost for words when I saw that final play.
0: I mean, it should not even have come down to that, you know. It it shouldn't. I mean, there was there was more controversy in the final two minutes of the entire game. Can you believe that? I mean, the final two minutes of the game seemed like it took forever. And Trent, yeah. okay, that was no false start on Trent Williams. That that was pathetic. Right. Right. I mean, if and... if Dallas had won the game because of that, I would have said, yeah. All of a sudden, now the referees are helping Dallas. All of a sudden, the referees. Blind, you know, blindside everybody, and, and then and then not, not help the Cowboys.
1: Right. But if they have come out the gates from the start, then you wouldn't have to worry
0: about technicality, right? Exactly. They should have it, been doing that from the beginning. Right, they did not right. do it. And now, they did not do it. And from they what did I understand, Mike McCarthy, early- Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott both blamed the refs. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, Dak Prescott apparently was quoted as saying, after, uh, after he was told that Cowboy fans threw trash towards the refs, he actually, uh, according to what I saw, he said, and I quote, a credit to them then, unquote. So that tells me Dak Prescott, in a sense, was blaming the refs too. I mean, that's pathetic. I mean, yeah, I get you, it. The referees made some dumb calls, but the fact is, Dak, you should have been doing your job from the beginning. Right. But at the same time, right. the, re- the the offensive line, everything, the play calling. The team right. did not do its job. And then Mike McCarthy doing the same thing. That's pathetic.
1: Yeah. That is pathetic. You, you, you can't place all the blame on the officiating. You have to look. At the game and, and see what you made your mistakes. And there was a number of mistakes. Look, also, my friend, the Cowboys are the most penalized team in football. 14
0: penalties today. 14 Those penalties. You can't win with that many penalties. You,
1: you can't win, not a playoff game with that many penalties. Not a penalties. playoff game, no. And that's unacceptable in a playoff game. Again, the Dallas Cowboys are the most undisciplined team. In football.
0: And the most it's overrated, honestly.
1: It yes, it is showed today. Um, it's a disappointing loss. I feel like the Dallas Cowboys, with all the talent that they have, they might have to break up some of these pieces and 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 you know still hold on to Dak Prescott and, and hope that he grows from this He's and make paid, better we decisions. Have no
0: Stubborn, right? And make be clear, decisions. I was never in favor of paying him from the beginning because the problem with Dak is, is the inconsistency. But the bigger problem is he does not shine against the good teams, he dominates against the horrible teams. But against the good teams like Tampa, Green Bay, Los Angeles, obviously San Francisco, he's terrible.
1: And he didn't shine today in a big moment yeah. when they needed him to shine. He did and- not. I mean,
0: and, and, and of course, now I get to those fans that were sending me death threats. Pulling the race card on me for being, quote, a hater on Dak. For some guy even accused me of racially attacking my like, guys. This has nothing to do with Dak's race, this is about the results on the field. We didn't get him, and he's being paid the god tier money. And look, you see what we get? This is what I've been trying to tell people Dak Prescott is not an elite quarterback. Dallas fans sent you death threats. Oh, many of us. I mean, I got a death threat, I've got hate, you know, hate, you know, hate comments. Oh, well. All because I'm critical of the quarterback. Like he, now he's being paid all that money. He's not doing his damn job. I mean, he's, he, this is what I warned him about. I mean, I'm sure now they're hiding. And I mean, I mean, look, I get it. It's frustrating, but look, I mean, but for some people to pull the race card, I mean, come on, that's stupid. That's stupid. Right. This right. has nothing to do with with you know, with the color of Dak's skin or, or his race or whatever. I mean. He's got European roots in his blood, just like I do. So Dak and I have something huge in common. But this has nothing to do with that. The bottom line is Dak did not perform at the at the way at the level he's supposed to. Because and he's making all that money, and now Dak has to accept the fact that he's he's got a lot to prove. And you know, and the, the thing is, I I begged him, make me a believer, make me puke out my words. But he's not doing that. He's basically justifying the criticism.
1: He had a subpar performance, but also. What gets me with the Cowboys is that they get away from the run game. Why is that? Establish the run game early. You have Ezekiel Elliott. Why didn't you give him more touches in the football game by giving him more touches that would enable the offense to run more plays, to get more creative. On the I,
0: offensive side, I would not ball. have fed Zeke the ball. I'd have started Tony Pollard over Zeke. Zeke has been a disappointment since he got paid,
1: and and, and Tony Pollard too. You could use both of them. If the you you have two dynamic there, probably, running. Yeah. You have you have a pair of dynamic running backs, you know who can be a, a huge factor for your offense, but that is that's that falls on the coaching because. Look, Mike McCarthy has never been a guy that likes to run the football.
0: No. You yeah, know Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. It's always pass first,
1: so run second. And and that's not gonna work. But I feel like if they would have established more running plays, uh, established a running game and 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 you know dialed up some more running plays in the game, uh maybe that would have opened up play action you know maybe that would have took some of the pressure off of the shoulders of dak prescott and who knows maybe he might have had a better performance on the afternoon you know had he had a strong running game behind him and, and and the offensive protection from his line
0: See, I, I agree. I mean, despite how critical I am of Dak, but the problem is the running game had been dead all year. Like, Zeke Elliott had another horrible year. I mean, from what I understand, he was supposedly playing hurt, but the reason why I don't buy that is because he insisted himself that he was fine. Like, okay, if he's insisting that he's okay, then I'm buying it. But Zeke Elliott, since he got paid, his production has just decreased and decreased. I mean, this guy I know strongly believes in his heart that Zeke Elliott is nothing more than in his words quote a selfish quitter. I mean, in my in my case, whether Zeke is a quitter or not, that doesn't matter because the bottom line is Zeke is not living up to expectations
1: yeah and and you're right you you've seen a drop off in production for sure. Um, since he got that big payday, he has not been that elite runner that we saw when he emerged into the league mm-hmm. um he's gotten worse will, since his rookie will you year ever see that, that zeke again uh it remains to be seen but i think at this point in his career you're not going to get that zeke so you might be better off in um uh, you know starting tony pollard at your at, as your starting running back because you're not getting much production out of zeke um And you know, again, it's all about how the coach how the coaches use their players and Mike McCarthy does not know how to utilize his players. It's quite obvious. And the Dallas Cowboys, it it, it hurts them to be one dimensional. And that's what we saw. They were one dimensional. It's all about the passing game and nothing else. And you're not going to win football games just relying heavily on the passing game. You saw it all day today. Exactly. They just just want, you know, uh, Dak Prescott to air it out all the time. And that's not going to win you football games. You saw that today. It it was poor execution, terrible play calling, you know, um, poor discipline. And just the lack of focus, all of those things, you know, um, led up to a disappointing loss for the Dallas
0: Cowboys. I mean, you're you're, you're absolutely right. Um, We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Ladies and gentlemen, please don't go anywhere. Cowboys talk. We'll be right back. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I am recapping Dallas' embarrassing loss to San Francisco with one of the most unique sports writers and podcasters I've ever had the pleasure of working with, Mr. Jonathan Mathis. And Jonathan, I'm going to tell you, you've been just absolutely spot on. And and I got to be honest, I mean, just like me, you're just telling the truth. You're just telling it like it is. But, you know, like I said, you know, going back, you know, what people don't understand is that's that's our freaking job, you know, Like, I always say, like, look, I'm not fake news. Look, I don't like having to be hard on Dak, but when Dak puts me in that position, I mean, my hands are freaking tied, but the same thing goes with Zeke Elliott. I mean, that's the Cowboys for you. You know, know, the number one thing, until, as long as Jerry Jones is in charge, my hopes are not up. I mean, we're not winning the Super Bowl as long as Jerry Jones is in charge. I mean, I've been saying that for so many years. Look, I respect the guy. He's a good owner. He's a good president of the team, but he's a horrible GM, but he refuses to understand that. I mean, you know, and the problem is, we had Jason Garrett for 10 freaking years. I mean, all those years wasted. And when I tell people that Jason Garrett really, I mean, yeah, we won three NFC East titles with him. But you know what? An NFC East title is absolutely nothing. Because when you have all that talent for so many years, you don't win the Super Bowl. You can't even make it to the NFC Championship. I mean, since 1995, the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, if my math is correct, the Cowboys only have three playoff wins. Three. Three. I mean, that's embarrassing. That's unacceptable. And the fact that it all every year the like these Cowboy fans say the same thing, it's the same thing every year. This year is going to be our year. I mean, I just tell people, like, stop that. Please, just stop it. That's what makes – that's one of the many reasons why this fan base is a laughing stock. They're delusional. Yeah, well, they're
1: delusional. And when the Cowboys, you know, I, I mean, it's one thing – to have success in the regular season, it's another to have to translate it to the playoffs. Big time. and that's something that the Cowboys don't do well. It's pop. It probably has to do with the fact that they meet teams that are very good in the playoffs.
0: That's the playoffs, yeah.
1: And, and teams that you know they don't really match up well against when they play in the playoffs. Um, And it shows, you know, so they haven't had much playoff success. And this team hasn't had much success with Jerry Jones as the owner. And part of that is because Jerry Jones has a power trip.
0: He's He's not going to give
1: up his power.
0: He's not going to no. And he's
1: not going to give up his role as the general manager because he wants to be in charge. And as long as he's in charge of the show, you're going to have coaches who are yes-men and not coaches. Yeah.
0: That's that's the problem with Mike McCarthy right there. He's a yes-man.
1: He's a yes-man, and Jason Garrett was a yes-man as Jason, well.
0: Jason Garrett was his puppet, let's be honest. Yes. I mean, if we're being honest, he was the damn puppet.
1: Exactly, exactly. So as long as he's the general manager and the owner of the team, the Cowboys are going to be stuck in the same place that they are now. You know, borderline mediocrity. And not being able to pull it up, to pull it out, pull it off in the playoffs, as you saw today, you know um, It's got to be frustrating for Cowboys fans. but Cowboys fans come in every year believing and and you know, this Cowboys team, they're the type of team that gets your hopes up high. Yeah, you know, because they 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 got the players, you got know,
0: the talent. Yeah, it,
1: it, it's it's obvious. And when you when you see this team on paper, you're like, damn, they can really win a Super Bowl. I had a lot of friends who are Cowboy fans, and they honestly believed that this was the, their year. They were really, really optimistic that the Cowboys could be, you know, traveling to Southern California to play in the Super Bowl, to to represent the the NFC in the Super Bowl. Why? Well, I'm sorry, that's not happening because the Cowboys got eliminated today by a 49ers team that. You know, came in to that Taj Mahal, that palace of theirs and wasn't intimidated at all. They uh, treated it as if it was just a regular game on on a regular season schedule and and you know shredded that cowboys defense i mean that running game just lit it up and and they they ran the ball down their throats today the 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 49ers running game has been efficient and it was very effective and the cowboys defense didn't really have an answer for it for one the Cowboys' defense was on the downfield too long, and by being on the field too long, that could make your your defensive players tired. And we saw that you 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 saw at times that these guys were very gassed and exhausted because the offense couldn't stay on the field.
0: I mean, you know, and from what I understand, they they, they didn't even sack Jimmy Garoppolo one time.
1: No, and and you know. That's another thing. Um, Jimmy G at times today didn't even look like a game manager. He looked like a a top-tier quarterback on some of those plays today, which was amazing for a guy who is deemed a game manager. At least from my perspective, I see him as a game manager. You know, Uh, but, you know, when you have a strong running game behind you, your quarterback doesn't have to do much. He can he can have that title as a game manager. No Why? Because he has a Debo Samuel who can run all over all over the place and run over everybody.
0: I mean Garoppolo really has you know San Francisco's got weapons as well, and you know I knew that the San Francisco's running game was gonna kill us. I mean, They're well coached. as even though our defense was out there too long and how gassed they were, they did not give up. The defense actually gave the offense what they needed, but the offense just could right. not get it done. I mean that interception, that late interception, it looked like San Francisco was really gonna piss the game away, and then that fumble that turned out to be like incomplete because Kittle never actually caught it. You know I mean but all the, all the freaking penalties, I mean the penalties was the main thing. The, whether it's the yeah. offensive line, the, I mean the penalties is I mean, like I said, fourteen. Fourteen. And then everything just goes bad. You know, and you know, and speaking of the coaching, I mean I'm dead serious. I mean, Mike McCarthy needs to be fired. Kellen Moore needs to be fired. You He's know not. They're not. They're, they're not, not going to, I mean that I mean they're not. I mean, if
1: if one person leaves, it's gonna be one of their best assistants and that's Dan Quinn. So I,
0: don't that think, means- I don't think Dan Quinn's gonna leave. I mean
1: I will he's say, if be Jacksonville wants for some
0: wants jobs, more, then by all means, Jacksonville take Kellymore. I don't care. Take him, take him. We'll see. We'll see what
1: happens. It's gonna be interesting to see. I don't know. Dan Quinn is gonna interview for several of these uh, coaching coach oh, coaching openings. So we'll see how that goes.
0: He probably will, buddy. You know, he, he admit he's already said how much fun he's having, but you know, he when a team offers you that big page, offers you that that. Big yeah. yearly salary, yeah. They're 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 definitely gonna try yeah. to get you to change yeah. your mind. Right. Uh, you know, as, as far as we go right now, as far as off season priorities is, well, like I said, fire McCarthy, fire Moore. You know, during the off season, do not you know let Connor Williams walk. <coughs> and you know, I think in the first round the Cowboys need an offensive lineman. I mean, I don't know if it's an if it's an offensive lineman they need or deep. I mean, whatever. But I know that the offensive line needs to be fully addressed because one of the biggest problems this year was that. The offensive line was being shuffled and shuffled and shuffled. I mean, that's a big problem. And Tyron Smith needs to retire. I mean, he can't stay healthy, and he's way past his prime. I mean, there's a lot of problems. Yeah. And all these free agents that we have to sign that we're going to lose, I mean, Randy Gregory needs to be the top guy they sign out before anybody. Schultz needs to be signed, but, you know, there's going to, they're going to lose a lot of guys.
1: They're going to lose a lot of guys in free agency, but I think their top priority is tightening up that offensive line. Yeah. Most definitely, because it's it's – you know at times you see Dak Prescott just running for his life out there and he's yeah. scrambling he's trying his best to buy time and 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 find the open receiver so he can get off a throw and you know it, it's it's just painful to watch him uh having to perform while under pressure because usually it, it results in bad decision making and a forced turnover and that's been the Cowboys' mo uh, for much of the season.
0: I mean, overall this season and the way this game was, the Dallas Cowboys, 100% grade A pathetic, like repulsive, repugnant, disgraceful. I mean, most of all, the Cowboys prove one thing: they're they were they're frauds this year. They're, I mean, they think they're so high and mighty. They beat up the the terrible jabroni teams, but against the big heavyweight teams, they're trash. I mean, yeah, which that, is, and fans actually have faith that the Cowboys were good. They were never good this season, I'll be honest. Cowboys were never good. I mean, who did they beat that was good this year, aside from aside from the Patriots? Who did the Cowboys actually beat that was good, aside from well, New England? I mean, New England's really not even perceived as good, because New England just got, the, got humiliated by Buffalo. So the truth is, Dallas beat nobody that was good. Nobody.
1: Yeah. So they they are dumb, they... I mean, if
0: you want to say I'm being harsh by calling them <laughs> disgraceful, repugnant, repulsive, well, I don't care. It's the damn truth. Accept it. The Cowboys yeah. were trash this year. Absolute trash. And this is what I'd say on Facebook. I'm going to tear this team apart. I'm doing it right now. They are trash. And they're going to stay trash. Until, and, 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 I mean, for the uh, next 20 years, they're going to stay trash. Because as long Oof. as, like you said, as long as Jones is around, it's futile.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, the Cowboys, they dominated in a weak NFC East. You know, you can't believe that. I mean, we, you know? we, 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 we
0: have to say, it like, it's the NFC least.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, look <laughs> and, at the Eagles. The Eagles, I mean, yeah, the right. Eagles scored 15 garbage time points. I mean,
1: right, right. the so, Eagles
0: never had a chance. I mean, the Cowboys right. could have been San Francisco. They just didn't do it.
1: And when it was time to face stiffer competition, the Cowboys folded in the big moment. But I mean, the 49ers, you know, they didn't look as good on paper coming into the season. I don't think anybody really expected this much from them. But look where they are, you know. And I mean, it, it, it starts with coaching, I guess, and, and that front office. Yeah. John Lynch has done an amazing job. Or, um, um, Putting that team together, assembling oh, yeah, it. To John Lynch there. is
0: actually uh, one of the most respected linebackers from his generation. He was part of that yes. Tampa 2 defense in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. in Tampa. Yeah. Then he played one season in Denver before he retired.
1: And so, it, I mean, the 49ers, man, they could be that sleeper team. I, I remember how I said a few weeks back that the Colts were going to be that sleeper team. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. You were wrong. But we might see we might be seeing this sleeper team with this 49ers team. I, mean,
0: I don't want I would not say that you were wrong. I would kind of say the Colts just basically decided to I guess the fact that they could have been like that the Colts just decided to throw it away. Right. Yeah, I mean the the Colts the way they lost was humiliating. I mean, the Colts could have been a Cinderella team, but they just decided, "Nah, we don't want to be Cinderella this year." But, right. But you know, like that. I mean, the the way all these teams. I mean, football is just so different now. Like you know, the, the these players. A lot of I mean, a lot of players just don't have the passion that they that the guys had from the '90s and the '80s. from back when football really was something huge. I mean, foot, I mean, the NFL has really disintegrated into basically like a like a comedy show. I mean, the NFL is just not what it was before. But as far as the Cowboys goes, I mean, I had a feeling that this was going to happen because. Like I said, the Cowboys have beaten nobody that's worth anything. I mean, they beat Washington, boo-hoo. They beat the Giants. The Giants haven't done anything in 10 years. I mean, all these teams. I mean, Carolina was still perceived as a good team, but the way how Carolina fell apart, I mean, like I said, Cowboy, the Cowboys beat nobody. And, well, and, and Cowboys how an fans, how, how could you have faith in a team like this? They do well against the bad teams, but against the big teams, they get yeah. embarrassed. I mean, they got embarrassed by Denver, for God's sake.
1: They got embarrassed by their own fan base, too, because the fans, man, they, they, they showed their displeasure after the game by throwing objects at them on the field as they were making their way to the tunnel.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were actually throwing at the players, too. I saw Demarcus Lawrence, Uh, I think he got hit yeah. in the head with one of them. I mean, that, I mean as yep. pissed off as I am, you don't do that. You don't do that. No, no, no,
1: you don't take it that far. That, no. That's, I mean, that's a
0: soul, for God's sake. Throw, I mean, you. throwing a that's beer bottle soul. and it hits yeah. him in the head, I mean, you could hurt him, yeah. for God's sake. Right, right, that's and there you go. Another reason, yeah. you know, another way that this the Cowboys Nation themselves. I mean, they go from saying, "Oh, we're gonna win, the, we're gonna win it all this year," and then they get embarrassed, just like I said they would, because of how overrated they are. And then Cowboy fans, because they're so embarrassed, they decide to do that. I mean, that's pathetic. So I would tell those fans, instead of getting on me for being quote an evil, crooked journalist, that's just you know so harsh. I'm like, I understand, I'm doing my job. I'm not BSing you. I mean, come on, you.
1: It's that quarterback draw on that final play that doomed them, though. I'm telling yeah, you, I mean, with no timeout, I mean, right. you don't, you you don't, you don't do that. Like you should know better.
0: I mean, you Mike McCarthy actually said down that down he field field thought that the things more time gets back.
1: You throw the ball down the field and hope your receiver gets out of bounds.
0: Yeah, and they didn't do that. I mean, even didn't do that. Mike McCarthy actually defended that decision. I was like. How do you defend such a dumb decision? Like, if I were to defend that dumb decision, I could not, I could not come up with the stupidest excuse in 10 minutes. I would right. just simply say, look, it was a, I didn't think, I just did it. There you go. Because there's no way to defend it without sounding like an idiot. I mean, right. this is why and- now I'm like, okay, I mean, the, the fact is, when Mike McCarthy came in here... I was excited because I felt okay because I just like you know what, Garrett's finally gone. I could finally be excited, but now I see the fact is I was so excited. And, and then, I mean, that's good. you know, everybody's saying oh, Aaron Rodgers was the reason of the success. Maybe that's true, but I felt that, that Mike McCarthy could make a difference because he won many playoff games and won a Super Bowl. But I was like, I was wrong, and I'm embarrassed by it, but I'm just gonna admit it. I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna BS everybody, I'm not fake news, I will tell that I was wrong. Because you don't see very much of that anymore. Three words,
1: Aaron freaking Rodgers. Yeah, that's why Mike McCarthy has so much success in
0: Green Bay. I mean, let's be honest. And remember, it wasn't McCarthy's they only team, won, It was Rodgers' team. Rodgers ran won, the team. Won, won not Super McCarthy. Bowl,
1: and that came in twenty eleven.
0: Mean, mean twenty? You mean two thousand ten? It 2010? was Well, they, there was a the two thousand ten yeah. season when they won it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the only
1: Super Bowl to Aaron Rodgers' name and Mike McCarthy's name.
0: I mean, it's it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, so Mike McCarthy is not a flashy name, and he's not—he wasn't the best option for the Dallas Cowboys. And then before, before he hired all his friends to work for him, you remember Mike Nolan? That didn't work out. You know, so, I mean, this Cowboys team, man, they they need to go back to the drawing board, uh, figure some things out, you know. Um, I just think the play calling in the end um, doomed them, put them in a situation where they couldn't make that final desperation play um, with the clock dwindling down, you know, and, and it's just, it just, was a disappointing ending to a football game for the Dallas I mean, Cowboys. It was you know,
0: disappointing, controversial, but most yeah. of all, it was embarrassing.
1: Yeah, the, it was a, the
0: it was very embarrassing. A quarterback for with no timeouts, you know? right down the field, and then they right. always said the referee got in the way. I'm like, it should not have come down to that.
1: I mean, right, because you didn't give yourself a chance to spike the football. In that, in that, on that final drive. I mean, it's just, just terrible. Not, not, not a smart decision by Dak Prescott and that, and that coaching staff. I mean, not a smart decision at all.
0: That's why, like I said, the shift goes from Dak to the offensive line, to the penalties on both sides, to the head coaching responsibilities, yeah, to the offensive and, and play and calling. It was a team loss, but and, mainly and on the it offense. It
1: was a team loss. And, and you know what? Alex, from my understanding, Kellen Moore called the quarterback run.
0: Yeah, and Mike McCarthy okayed it because that was actually confirmed. I'm like, okay. As as we close it out, I'm going to tell you this. I never, ever trusted Kellen Moore. You know why? Because you do not give the play calling duties to an inexperienced young guy. In my opinion, in football, Mm -hmm. the blessing... And the the opportunity to call the place, thats something you got to work your ass off for for so many years. You got to prove yourself to earn that privilege. And 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 he's and he's just handed to he, that's just handed to him. That's irresponsible. Mike uh, Kellen Morse never should have been calling plays from the beginning, never. And that because he also had the Jason Garrett influence still in his head, and it's still in his head because this, the conservative play calling—he learned that from Jason Garrett. I mean. Right, and this old conservative play calling, like that's from the '80s and '90s, it does not work anymore. And I don't understand why these guys still think it's going to work eventually. Football has evolved. I mean, it's just like in soccer, like these these managers using these attack tactics from the '90s, you know, in the early 2000s, especially in the European uh, in the in the European leagues. The sports evolve. Like I mean, especially in basketball too. Like in basketball, I mean, I'm not I'm not sure how how much different it is, you know, from back in the day. Because basketball is just that kind of unique sport. But the bottom Wait. line is, these old school ways do not work. They don't work. But these guys still think they do because they want to pay tribute to their ref- heroes. Look, I get it. Pay tribute to your heroes by making changes, by winning like they used to. That's the way you pay tribute. Because they would tell you, look, you can't use my old my my, my old way. You got to come up with your own way and something new. They don't do that. But mm-hmm. you know, but sense of right. I never trusted Kellen Moore, and I try to tell people he's inexperienced. I mean, he's only scoring points because he's got got a good offense, but the play calling is still terrible because you don't run the freaking ball on a second and eleven for God's sake.
1: You know, surprisingly, Dak Prescott was horrible, right? But he was named the Nickelodeon MVP. (laughs) Well,
0: because
1: because he made made, made a fool of himself. That's why he made made a
0: fool out of himself. That's that's why he's the Nickelodeon (laughs) MVP. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, the just, losing just, just imagine,
0: yeah, he, he's running down the field. Then all, then all, then all of a sudden, he, tr- something, you know, a, a, a giant bucket of slime spills on him. <laughs> and then he, and, and then all the kids are laughing. I mean, yeah. And, and all of a sudden, he's, 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 he's like the bad guy from Home Alone.
1: Well, for the kids that were tuned in watching on Nickelodeon, it was all about popularity, you know. So would it have been a popularity yeah. contest, Dak Prescott was – one of the more attractive players in that game. He's a cowboy. He's a quarterback. So, it makes sense in
0: in a, in a way, even though he
1: performed
0: uh, terribly. Yeah. And last thing I want to say, because, you know, I was always a Tony Romo supporter. And, you know, I get it. With Tony Romo, we didn't win the important games. But here's the thing. Dak, since he, Dak arrived in the league, Dak has had, had everything. And I mean, everything that Tony never had. Tony never had an offensive line. Tony never had as many good offensive players to work with. He never had a defense that could bail him out. Tony broke right. his back, his collarbone twice, injured his neck, injured his you know, concussions, literally killed himself, almost killed himself so many times for this team, and people still disrespect him. The bottom line is Tony never made excuses. Tony still went out there and did his best, but he couldn't could because he had, he had a lack of support. Dak has everything that a quarterback could ask for, and he can't get it done. That yeah, it's yeah. between and, Tony and Dak.
1: And and you know what? Um the Dallas Cowboys continue to drown in misery in misery, excuse me, in misery um in the postseason. You know, Dallas uh postseason record isn't all that great the last two decades.
0: Three playoff plays, bro. Three.
1: They're three and eight. Uh Quincy Carter's one Tony Romo's two and four, and now Dak Prescott is one and three. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's it, it really is. And and again, I go back to that quarterback draw because it might have been the dumbest play call in in the NFL this season.
0: It's probably one of the dumbest calls in playoff history.
1: It, it's probably one of the dumbest calls in playoff
0: history. It might Absolutely. be the dumbest when play, it, I saw it, must, that, it might be the dumbest play call in Cowboys history, period.
1: I, I was I, I was sitting there watching it on TV. And I said to myself, you gotta be
0: kidding me. Like, this is unbelievable. You, you wanna know how dumb you the, the, the protocol was so draw. dumb? It was so dumb you your, da- your daughter, your daughter could have called it could have actually called better plays than Kellen Moore.
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh, like, I mean- <laughs> why would you why would you call a, a quarterback draw? Kellen Moore should have known better. You go de- you got to make you got to have your you got to call a play where your quarterback is going to make a throw down the field and where he can you know deliver to a wide receiver and hopefully the receiver makes the catch and is near near the line the sideline where he can get out of bounds
0: and he didn't do it like i said that's what happens when you give the play calling duties to somebody that's inexperienced. They get in over their head. Yep. They think they're just gonna play around with it you know, like it's some damn video game. Yep. Man. Yeah. Just to close out, the Cowboys were never good this season, and this game they they proved more than anything that they're, they're that it's a, it's a fraudulent team, an overrated fraudulent team that's in way over their head. That they really thought they were something, but in reality. They were absolutely nothing.
1: And, nothing, and they and and they sound absolutely pathetic after the game. blaming they the are I mean, <laughs> blaming the, the officials for losing the game when your offensive coordinator called the quarterback draw
0: and the head coach allowed it, dude. Even and the head he- coach, Mike McCarthy, from my understand, according to these sources, he blamed the refs too.
1: And didn't design a play for your receiver, one of your receivers, to make a catch and get out of
0: bounds. I mean, one of the biggest problems I mean, I can't
1: comprehend.
0: The one thing I I will bail Dak on is that deep play that Cedric Wilson should have caught. That was definitely not on Dak. Because Dak made the pass correctly. But that, that would, I mean... But overall, I mean, like I said, like it, the the blame shifts from Dak to the offensive line, all the problems. But right. the last and, thing I want to in, say is. And then
1: worse, you, could, you, could, you, you know, Dak shares some of the brain, blame too. He has his fair share of blame as well because he did not give the ball to the official. Yeah. To get another snap.
0: Yeah. But Dak too also blamed that. Remember, he said, you know, after he was told, but. But the more best part is that Mike McCarthy, rather than take responsibility and admit that he was at fault for not having the team prepared correctly, he blames the refs. I mean, like, okay, you know what? The fact that he did that, he needs to go. He needs to go.
1: And then and then if you listen to him in a press conference, it was almost as if he condoned assault on the referees.
0: Really? I mean, I didn't actually see the consequences because I didn't want to. I need yeah, that I, I, I would it, be sick it, 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 it listening to what he had to that say. Way,
1: but- I don't, I don't see him as that kind of person. I mean, I, I think he's a, a guy of good character. So I don't, I don't think he meant it he's that way. Just but angry. I mean, it, it, it kind of, yeah. felt like it. I, I mean, I don't really know what to make of it. I mean, he was. But when you when angry, you just say things like you don't like mean to. to
0: so I think that was, that was the situation. But right, right. But that for was him to blame the refs and not right. take responsibility. I mean, that's the unacceptable part, and that's the pathetic part that we're talking about. Yeah. I mean. From the coaches, I mean, everything, it's... Sorry, Cowboys, but you guys did this. You put me in the position to trash you on this, but you know what? Hey, I'm just telling the truth. You guys absolutely suck. You absolutely suck. I mean, (laughs) my, my hands are tied on this one. It's the damn truth. I mean, a journalist's job, our job, Jonathan, is to tell the truth. But, you know, we're not being unbiased. I mean, we're not being biased or like how Ways is like we're not taking a side. We're just telling the truth. I mean, I mean, I gave the credit to where the credits due. The truth is, there's very little credit to give. But and I have all the evidence was backed up. I mean, you saw the horrible play calling. You saw Dak Prescott making mistakes. You saw the offensive line be be terrible. You saw the the defense. You know all these early penalties. You saw it. I mean, it's 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 right out there in your face. So. I can't be told that, that I'm not telling the truth because I am. The team absolutely sucks. They've sucked all year. They never beat anybody good. We, talk, we went over that. And and this game was the ultimate proof that the Cowboys are an overrated, fraudulent team.
1: Yeah, and, you know, they were simply outplayed by the 49ers. Oh,
0: big time. I mean, that's the understatement of the simply, week, my friend.
1: They were outplayed in, in in all phases of the game.
0: All phases of the game.
1: You know, they were clearly the better team, the 49ers were. And they, they, you know, came out from the start and, you know, set the tone early, established the run, got out and ran. And, you know, it was mainly all 49ers, you know, but it was a sloppy effort from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you know, and the 49ers were able to pull out a victory on the road. A, a good victory for them oh, yeah. on the road, you know. It's just too bad for the Cowboy fans out there. You know, now they will have to wait until next year and see what Dallas Cowboys can give them next year. And who knows, maybe it might be another losing season. I don't no, know. It be. Because the Cowboys, they may Believe me, it
0: will be. Even if they manage to make the playoffs, it's not like they're going to get anywhere anyway. I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, some people say that the fact that they're disappointed, it it, it's, it it helps grow my show. I'm like, fine, yeah, maybe that's true, but I don't want I don't want just spending my time trash, you know, tearing the team apart, even though they deserve it. You know, I I want to come on my show one day and, and say that the Cowboys had deservedly won the Super Bowl, but that that probably won't happen for at least another twenty to thirty years.
1: <laughs> that 12 twelve five record. Didn't mean much for the Dallas Cowboys. Now it meant
0: absolutely nothing. Okay, no. Yeah, you know what? Overall, it meant nothing because, like I said, who did they beat that was good? Nobody. I mean, I would have said the Patriots. Last week, I would have said the Patriots, but how the Patriots were embarrassed by Buffalo? Dallas beat nobody good. I mean, the Chargers were probably good after that one week, but then we saw how bad the Chargers got. I mean, the Cowboys didn't beat. Actually, you know what? The Cowboys didn't beat the Chargers. The Chargers beat themselves in that game. The Cowboys didn't beat the Chargers. Not a chance.
1: and 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 the cowboys man um (laughs) it just didn't look like they belonged here today the way they played you know and and i i i mean i go back to dak prescott because Dak prescott didn't provide enough big plays to to generate enough offense for the cowboys you know and The enforced enforced penalties against them, um, you know, was another factor in this game. Um, That also uh, hurt them in a big way, you know. Um, Again, it shows a lack of discipline on their part, particularly in the playoffs. And the 49ers Accepted what fourteen penalties for eighty nine yards,
0: something like that. You know, yeah, Cowboys so, were I mean, they, they took advantage of that, and San Francisco took advantage of it. Yep. You, and you can't, you, you you can't, you can't be mad at San Francisco for doing that because that's what you do. If your opponent decides to be arrogant and be unprepared and not take shit seriously, you teach him a lesson, and San Francisco did that. So I gotta give my congratulations to San Francisco because they did win fair and square. Right. I mean, they still. I mean, they, I mean, despite the penalties, they still. You know, they they almost threw the game to Dallas, and Dallas just didn't want to do it. That interception, and, I was and, like, this could be the Dallas finally needed. Dallas didn't do it. So San Francisco gave Dallas a chance as well. D- Dallas didn't take advantage. So,
1: but the Cowboys too, they usually win games when Gap spreads the ball all around the field, and we really didn't see that today. We when didn't. he is aggressively spreading the ball around in the passing game, the Dallas Cowboys are usually more effective. We didn't see that today. Prescott needed, you know, to get into rhythm with his receivers. He really didn't. I mean, he had some big plays. He had the big play took that uh, uh that Amari Cooper caught. I mean, that that pass was on point by the way. I have to give him credit because that ball was perfectly placed in the arms into the arms of Amari Cooper. But that was really the only play.
0: Um, no, that touchdown. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that, really that the was. Only, I mean, that yeah, the that's one, another, play another
0: thing I give for Dak for. Right, but
1: right. Overall, it's but the top wide receivers in the game, Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and uh, and Cedric Wilson, were targeted a combined twenty five times. I mean, Wilson had that the big 49ers. drop.
0: He's the one with that big drop. Right, right. So
1: And they only turned they only turned in uh to uh they only had what twelve receptions, I believe.
0: Something like that. I mean I would say Dak's best play was probably that run for the touchdown. Oh, yeah,
1: only twelve turned into receptions. Yeah. They Damn. were targeted a combined twenty five times, but only uh twelve of those targets turned into receptions. So that tells you that it was a lousy day. Um for the Dallas Cowboys, that it wasn't their best game. And when they needed to show up and have a big game, they didn't. They They did what the Eagles did. They didn't show up. They forgot
0: that they had a game today. Against against Tampa.
1: Right. Both of these teams, both the Cowboys and the Eagles, went to sleep,
0: hit the snooze button, and forgot they had a game today. Mm -hmm. And, And that proved costly. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all major streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's also available on YouTube. Jonathan, my friend, thank you so very much for coming on the show, and I hope to have you back on again soon.
1: No problem. My man, thanks for having me. It was fun to come on and talk some Dallas Cowboys.
0: All right. Thank you so much, everybody. You have a good night.